And so when people are like, oh, like, I love you. I'd love to like date you. I'm like, you probably wouldn't. You probably would not want that. Uh, and I let them know straight up because I would never want to like participate in a parasocial relationship. It's toxic. La dollar bean. <laughs> That's something I didn't know about. Like I, I obviously heard like the term before, but I didn't really realize the context of it. And so when you had said yeah. something, I was like, cause I never, I don't think I really use that at all. I don't know why I just like, it's not in my vocabulary, but I have friends that like will use it and, and stuff like that. So like, what's, what's pressing you about the dollar bean? Yeah. So like, I want to preface this with saying like, anytime I criticize this, I'm not criticizing like the lesbians on the app that are using it because yeah. it's no fault to them. It's yeah. more of like the um, systemic like part behind it that I'm criticizing Mm -hmm. so I don't know where it started or who started it but with the text-to-speech caption Mm -hmm. so we always like censor lesbian which is bullshit because it's like contributing to the erasure of the word lesbian and the identity lesbian but I understand why people feel the need to do it because they're fearful that their video won't blow up if if they like have the word lesbian or gay whatever um so I guess someone censored it by doing like the dollar sign and so when the text to speech read it out it was like the dollar sign bean and everyone in the com I remember seeing the video and like everyone in the comments was like that's so fucking funny like the dollar sign bean I love it I'm a the dollar sign bean and then it just took off Mm -hmm. and once again like no fault to that creator or the people but then I was like scrolling I saw someone made a crew neck like merch that had the dollar sign bean on it and one it's kind of weird to make merch on something that's like not your own intellectual property yeah so my issue with it is that it's one like I said before it's part of like erasure of lesbian and the identity and it's also like giving into the fact that we have to censor ourselves and TikTok is a great app we all have this like amazing platform on it but it's so incredibly flawed in terms of like I have reported countless amounts of homophobic racist misogynistic like rape culture videos that just they refuse to take down but if but I had a video taken down once because I reference the word strap not even strap on just like strap and it was taken down and so a lot of like gay content is is taken down and it's censored so I feel like the more that we entertain the idea of having to call ourselves the dollar sign bean the more Mm -hmm. we're contributing to our own like erasure and censorship yeah and it's a shame I'm glad that people have found like identity in it and and like that it's a joke and they think it's fun like that's no no problem I guess they're making a positive thing out of a negative thing but it just like really it pisses me off that we even yeah. have to do it in the first place it's like we're always told to believe and a lot of people like I didn't identify as lesbian for a while because like we think it's a dirty word or yeah. that it has negative connotations so I just think it's like I guess I'm just over it I'm over people having to censor themselves and it's the yeah. same thing I referenced in that TikTok like when black creators talk about white supremacy, they also Mm -hmm. have to do the same thing of like choosing different symbols instead of the letters so that their video doesn't get, because black creators videos are constantly getting taken down in the first place. Um, So I just, I guess we're playing the game that TikTok is making us play. I just wish that we didn't have to. Well, it's playing the game of censorship. And I think the TikTok consumers, people watching these videos are already, it's almost like Google ads or Facebook ads, or even Instagram ads, like people don't even realize that they're ads, because their brain has just normalized it, and they don't see it anymore. So I feel like Mm -hmm. with the censorship on TikTok, 
not just with the LGBTQ plus community and the BIPOC community, but just in general, like, you know, just the word sex, right? Like using the asterisk sign or using the weird E thing or using S-E-G-G-S, like it's all censorship in general, which is a whole nother thing because obviously for decades, violence, you can watch so much violence, but when anything becomes sexual, it is somehow inappropriate, but violence is Mm -hmm. not inappropriate, which is just an entire country based off of violence and wars. I mean, we literally are a country who came from war, like the Revolutionary War and the Civil War. Yeah. Conquer, you know, what is it called? Uh, Oh, Manifest Destiny. Yeah. Manifest Destiny, Western colonization. I mean, we have just so much rooted in it, you know? And like, it makes total sense that people don't see that violence is inappropriate, but somehow... Mm -hmm sex and sexuality and I think that just goes into the church and how big it plays into you know this church and state is separate yeah. that's fucking bullshit oh like, are I you fucking kidding me separ- <gasps> I could talk about the separation of church and state for hours it <sighs> makes me so angry and the hypocrisy behind it and I know that I know that as users and like I don't know about you but like I'm in the creator fund so I understand that yeah. I make money off of TikTok and I have to abide by the rules and if I wanted to not be censored, I could just talk on Instagram or whatever, but it's, I'm going to be pissed about it. And I'm fine with being pissed about it. Um, hopefully they change some of that. Um, Facebook bans. So after the 2020 election, Facebook announced that they're going to like ban political ads, no matter what the affiliation is. And it's, that's their approach to stopping things like white supremacy and the insurrectionists and things like that from happening in the future. But that's basically them saying is like, we're not going to do the work. We have all this AI and we have all this incredible technology, but we're not going to use it to filter out who's using this for good and who's using it for bad, which is just lazy governance. And once again, TikTok, you can curate an entire For You page for me based off of things that I've liked or Mm -hmm. spent time looking at, but you can't decide that me calling myself a lesbian is, is okay. And someone saying like, lesbians are disgusting isn't okay it's just it's lazy and it's stupid to me oh yeah but But like the and also I'm not just here to play devil's advocate but I just see it on like such a global not global level but national level because like bad press is still press it's still getting attention and the app wants you to stay on and it wants you to watch so it doesn't matter if it's good or bad because it's attention and we have deemed bad attention is still attention. And so these apps that are making money off of people staying on the app, watching ads, just in general, just all of international social media, like they don't mm-hmm. care. Like that's why like trash shit is so great. You know, like what's Trisha, whatever, who's like always the YouTuber who's always in shit with like, I can't even think of the names cause they don't even get on it, but like. <laughs> Trisha Paytas, but like she was, she was with like Jason Nash. She was part of like the vlog squad, but she commented on one of my anxiety videos once, um, calling me a godsend. Yeah. She was like, actually, you know what, to be fair, I think that they are using she, they pronouns. Um, and so they commented, they commented saying like, um, you're a godsend this, and then quoted part of what I said. Um, and like sent a bunch of like emojis and I was just like oh no Trisha Paytas please don't know like this is a few um, but there's a lot people have asked me about my opinion on them because they are part of the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and they are valid in that yeah but they're of course. but 
they doesn't are mean constantly. you're a good person though you can still be valid mm-hmm. in your identity but you can still be a shitty person exactly <laughs> like just because yeah, you're like, gay doesn't mean you're a great person I feel like yeah and like I'm not like into like drama I'm not gonna like spend too much time on this but yeah, that's fine um the way I responded to it was basically like people who are not supposed to be giving them forgiveness are giving them forgiveness like so anytime yeah. that they're anti-semitic non-Jewish people are like oh it's okay we forgive you we stand you and like whenever whenever they're like trans you know it's just this isn't for you to forgive and that's how they continue to have the platform and they're good at their job they're they they get the bag so yeah it's like people forgiving JK Rowling like oh it's okay for gays but like trans people what the fuck you know what I mean it's like no no that's not your place to forgive yeah yeah I just I guess any press is good press these days apparently Apparently, but like, it's funny because like when you had said like you didn't like that they commented on your posts and it's like because they have a reputation, right? Like a bad reputation. It's if like Lundy commented on your post and you're like, ew. <laughs> ew. Yeah. Like, d- don't, no, no. Like, I don't want and you to stand me. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't like, I know who that is. Like, I know their face. Like, I don't know anything about, I don't know them. I know that there's like so much drama in the lesbian yeah. world. I just know that they're what toxic like a bad person I yeah. I'm not familiar not, okay not a not a not a not a good person um okay but I mean everyone has a right to change that's like a, a recent obviously a recent thing so it's I don't feel like that's what I hate about like obviously like cancel culture and stuff like that like I think people should be held accountable for their actions and like obviously in the moment but like people can change like mm-hmm. years down the road I don't really think people should have that held over their heads and I definitely fucking hate when people go back in time like 10 years ago and like dig up something that someone said that was like bad you know what I mean because mm-hmm. like it was it's it's it was bad but it was apparently like you know at the time like more acceptable at the time but now is bad yeah. and, and I just think people are doing that to dig up drama it's like people are different from 10 years like when I was 16 I was a fucking asshole you know what I mean yeah. like you know it's it's hard yeah I I get that I think some things are like not I mean like what only Jay has said I think is is reasonable to be pissed about um oh what did she do I didn't hear what what are her pronouns is it she her she they I do not follow them but we could use them just to be safe Um, okay I'm not sure. I don't really, I'm not even familiar with the user. I just follow a lot of black creators who have responded to what she said and, or with, to what they said. And I don't want to repeat it. It was just very racist. Oh, yeah, and it was fine. like, vi- like violent in a way. Um, uh, and so it wasn't just them like, you know, using the N word in a rap and not that that's okay either, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't that situation. It was like meant as an attack. Yeah, so nice. I think like things like that, even though it was however many years ago, things like that I think are worth it. But in terms of cancel culture, I think that the first step should be education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they just refuse to be educated on it, like Trisha does, then yeah. then then that's when it's like, okay, you no longer deserve your platform. Yeah, cool, cool shit. But uh, I don't know where we're going with that. We went off on a tangent. <laughs> we did because we're pressed. Um, pressed I am pressed and depressed right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm equally pressed as I am depressed (laughs) yeah we were just talking about cancel culture I think all of that just came from the dollar sign bean thing and then we started talking about Trisha Paytas which can really take you down a yeah oh so I wanted to add that like when you were talking about violence and how that's all okay the plastic surgeons who have who are on TikTok have you gone down that rabbit hole 
I've seen some people, I've seen this one guy who like uh, has celebrities before after pictures and tells you what they've gotten done. But I haven't like done, I don't, I'm sure there's like botched videos where people are like doing like surgical shit and stuff. I'm in, I'm in the operating room with them. I went on like a 3 a.m. rabbit hole of plastic surgery and you see ev- like they're literally removing fat and skin there's like ones where they're like doing surgery on the eye and taking out and putting in breast implants they're like taking out breast um and like I'm like it's bloody it's gory I'm like how is this allowed and I'm glad that like there's exposure to it if people want that education but I think it's more entertaining than anything and I'm like how is that okay but strap on is not okay because they demon because it's it's sexual versus non-sexual because it's just a breast because they're just doing a surgery so apparently it makes up for it if there's some blood and gore because it's not someone stabbing someone. But yeah. here's, here is the thing, the ticket. They slice them. Yeah, but here's the ticket. Have you seen the videos where they do crime scene cleanups and they have it on TikTok? There's a whole fucking realm where they go into people's houses of people that have died and have like sunken into the ground and meshed with shit and like homicides. And they go in and show you a crime scene cleanup. On I am a a true crime fanatic and I don't know how I haven't ended up on that I wouldn't yeah. want to I would be intrigued but I haven't even been on that side of TikTok oh. no I have no oh my god <laughs> apparently if violence isn't happening in like directly but if you can see past shit of it it's okay if you could just see blood splattered on the walls and fucking sludge on the ground that used to be a person wow. apparently that's okay because it's after the fact <laughs> you can't talk about sex after the fact though but no I'm going to cross my fingers I don't end up on that side of TikTok because I feel like it would be pretty bad for me because I would be like very interested. Also, I just love cleaning. Like I love to clean and I love cleaning videos. So I feel like I'd be like, ooh, watching that wall go from bloody to not bloody would be so good for my anxiety. But Mm -hmm. no. It's so satisfying. I've seen that stuff too. Like especially like when people flip houses and demo stuff and they're cleaning and they're just making it nice. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It's great. It's better than cutting sand. Yeah, I don't need that. I want to vacuum a carpet. I don't, I don't need, mm. I don't need, what is that thing that everyone's upset? Like slime? Oh yeah, the slime, yep. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> I, I want to see someone get a really rough stain out of their carpet. <laughs> I do. I, I genuinely do. It's like the best, oh, it's the best. I can, I love cleaning. I recently have gotten on some sort of TikTok where people are like, and one of them was like a spoof video where they like spilled a bunch of shit on their carpet and like people were waiting for it to be cleaned up and it like never happened. But this one fucking dude, this one like kid, it was a kid who was like, this is how you get cream cheese out of your carpet. (laughs) I saw that that? one. He was just taking a plastic spoon. Yeah. And he's like, you take blue dyed dish soap to the carpet I'm like your mom's gonna kill you kid yeah I think he was waiting to he's like my mom's asleep I was like your mom is going to destroy you I didn't stick around long enough to see if he actually got it out I was just like I don't want to see mayo in a carpet I'm just not gonna stick around for this he did he got it out he did a good job I mean you'll never know once it dried he didn't show us when it dried but like he he got it out he did a good job good for him but I just don't like it because it's like you fucked it up in the first place like it'd be different if like it just happened and you're like here's how I fixed the problem it's like well you created the problem but then you fixed it it's like the old like infomercials like what was it like sham wow where it's like imagine you drop your entire fish tank 
here's the shan-. it's just like impossible situations it's the same yeah. energy yeah it's like you're you're creating a problem just to solve it but it, it, that's marketing I guess true oh making people feel like they have Genius. problems making yeah. oh oh this is a whole other tangent making women feel like they have problems and then giving them makeup and shape like you know like yeah. razors to fix it oh, oh capitalism I hate that yeah, yeah, everyone feels like they have a fucking problem. The kid's a genius, I guess. And people realize it. Money off of that video. You need to be eighteen to be in the creator fund, which is BS. Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, you could lie. You be able to make money. I did just true. lie. That's true. I have to fill out a uh, a W two. I have to file taxes for my TikTok revenue. Oh dang! I know that if you yeah, if you make over six hundred, well, I just know that from like when I worked as self employed and had to fill out a ten ninety nine. If you make over 600, you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yep, yep, I just yep. thought that was funny. I'm like, what is my life? You can itemize your deductions, itemize your internet. You can put a bunch of shit on there. H&R Block. Yeah, I know like, you can do that, but that seems like a lot of work. I think I'll just like pay whatever they need me to pay. <laughs> Or maybe they'll give me money. I don't it is know. worth it. I swear to God, it's worth it. Like when I had to do I my like own I'm taxes. Scamming. No, you're not scamming. The government is scamming you. And they are allowing you to deduct things from your taxes. It's legal. This is not illegal. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. I filed my own taxes since 2016 because I've been working. And I was in college in 2016. But like, even then it was like, okay, you're a student, like put up all like your, like add up all your textbook costs and like, we'll deduct this and this. I'm like, that's a lot of work. I'm just going to skip that part of it. (laughs) But I've always gotten like big tax returns. So that's I've good. never lost money on it, but I'm just like, I am, do I really need to go through my receipts and see how much money, like I spent $2,000 on textbooks. Let's just call it even. An estimate. Uh, or you can just like, I usually keep like a, an Excel file of shit, but that's just because I'm you are 26. Yeah. I have an Excel file and I have a budget on my, cause I like, I gotta have a budget now, man. I don't have a nice corporate job anymore. Shit. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I miss making money. Yeah, that was really fun. But um, putting up with stupid bullshit wasn't. So I was like, I'm going to quit. Um, that's what I'm going to do. But uh, <laughs> Tell me about the royalty thing. Because like, I've seen this so much, right? Like go off queen, go off king, that kind of thing. And people, I feel like are trying to offset, you know, using really gendered pronouns. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it is still gendered king and queen is you know still gendered yeah I have a lot of opinions about it I'd love to dive right in and first and first and foremost I have a speech impediment with with ours that is Mm -hmm. like pretty much gone but some with things like that where it's first and foremost to ours I just like sound stupid for a second it doesn't Um, sound it doesn't (laughs) sound I don't register it because I feel like I hear people when it's like the like I don't know car car or something I don't know yeah like I would say my sister's names are Rachel and Sarah so I used to I would growing up I had it gone by the time I left elementary school but I would say like Rachel and Sawa but I like went to speech therapy for it but Mm -hmm. if there's words where it kind of gets tangled up it'll slip up but anyway that's what just happened um my sister did that it happens my sister had a speech impediment and then I had to go to we both had to go to speech therapy she had to go because she actually had a speech impediment I had to go because I yelled so much that I had nodules on my vocal cords and so I had to be taught how to be quiet were you just an angry kid no, I just wanted people to fucking listen to me, I guess. And I always Are had you a the raspy. Youngest? No, I was the oldest. 
and I had a raspy None voice. Of that makes sense. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But I had a raspy voice and I was just a spaz and I was loud and I wanted to keep up with the grownups because the grownups in my family are just loud. We're just notoriously just fucking loud. And as a kid, no one listens to you, just in general. So like, you know, I'm a little girl and no one fucking listens to me. So I'm going to yell. And then I got yeah. nodules on my vocal cords and then I wasn't allowed to yell and I had to be quiet. I had to play this stupid game where we had to be quiet and shit like that, which I don't even want to go into the whole women needing to be quiet thing. But yeah. like, and now I have a podcast. So fuck you. Yeah. Fuck them. All, like so, so many things <laughs> Tangent, just came up. Sorry. You just reminded me of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> like the nodes on my vocal cords because pitch perfect I credit to I'm not gonna say making me gay of course but like influencing my gay awakening I saw every pitch perfect movie in theaters and I know not every like I know this isn't a common lesbian experience but every time I left the theaters I would leave a little gayer because anyway um it's the nodes it's the nodes and you said um Sunday dinner earlier are you Italian we're German oh okay Sunday dinner is like very much an Italian I don't know tradition I think it is I think some like I mean there's many traditions around food in general but I feel like the Italians really take the cake um take the chicken cutlets on that yeah (laughs) (laughs) the lasagna the funfettis honestly I think the funfettis is just a, a Jersey Shore thing I don't know if it's an actual Italian thing but I don't think so I don't know what even you're referring to but um but yeah so the the royalty thing I'm trying to like organize my thoughts because I have so many thoughts on it oh you're so good I'll start with I'll start with point a parasocial relationships (laughs) this is my thesis the need the need to call anybody on the internet whether they have two followers or two million the need to call them royalty I feel like Mm -hmm. perpetuates parasocial relationships where you're like worshiping this person Uh, okay who like yeah like they may have like great points that they're making you might look up to them they might be a great role model but like they are why do you need to be calling them king or queen yeah like that's that's like one thing because then it's like then in the comments it's just all them and you're hyping them up and that might make them uncomfortable it might feed their ego too much Mm -hmm. so that's just like a weird feeling I have about the whole royalty names point b when people I think it's people cut it out now but when people were trying to think of a gender neutral term for it they were like oh monarch and it's like why are why are we glorifying monarchs we don't like them we don't like royal highness or something like Like, that yeah, it's like or just go off royalty like, or something. Like go yeah. off dictator. <laughs> like, go off totalitarian. Yeah, it's like we don't like these things. <laughs> Thanks, Mussolini. So that's another point. And then the other one is just like when people phrase those questions, a lot of the times they do say, like, what do you prefer? Like, can I call you this? But a lot of the times it's like, so what are we supposed to call non-binary people? Like, what's the alternative? And that just feeds into the idea that all non-binary folks are a monolith and that mm-hmm. what what goes for one person goes for all of them yeah. same with the pronouns and same with like oh like people will be like hey like is it okay if I call non-binary people handsome or beautiful I'm like I don't know you can call me handsome or beautiful but like I can't speak on behalf of all non-binary folks yeah um so the way people phrase those questions is kind of just weird um like so there's that's a general feel- catch-all term I think is people are looking for a catch-all term which I get it 
And I mean, it's they, them, because you can just say they, them to anyone because you, you use they, them in general, like they're over yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Like or he's over there. Like they're over there, that kind of thing. So I feel like it's that's safe. such a good default because like, no one's going to be like, I'm offended. You, you called me they or them or, you know what I mean? Like no one. Unless you, you're like a Republican. I don't know. I, but then they have to be aware of the fact that people say they, them, you know what I mean? Then you're giving them too much credit. Because they're yeah, aware of it, and now they're pissed off. It's like they're not yeah. even fucking. They don't even. They don't even think we exist. So yeah. like, and 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 the idea that you're asking for someone to speak on behalf of all non, like literally, the word is non-binary. It is not binary. There's not one specific thing. And mm-hmm. so, like, to to think that you can be like, oh well, what are we supposed to call? I don't know. It just it's very weird to me. Um, and the whole non-binary thing is like some people feel more attached to feminine but are still non-binary or more attached to masculine and so like one person's going to want to be called handsome and one person doesn't want to be called handsome because maybe they don't have gender euphoria when it comes to like masculine presenting qualities and so that's where I think all of that it kind of lives in the same realm of why are we demanding non-binary folks to let us know what is it like just just call me it was the same thing when people were like just say go off with a smiley face you don't even have to do that you don't have to specify exactly i just i feel like i don't specify like i don't really specify i don't know i just don't feel like i do it and sometimes i'll say like hot boy but with a boi you know what i mean because it's not (laughs) boi yeah and and people would um same with when people used to comment saying like oh go white they them that's my favorite white they them and I'm like what the fuck what the fuck (laughs) that's so like they would do it to me they did it to a bunch of other creators and it was well-intentioned like it wasn't out of hate but it's like you're calling me an object well they're basically like like, I typically watch like black creators like maybe black non-binary folks but like oh man this white they them is fucking going off you know what I mean? Which, yeah. from a, if they, if, and I'm assuming they're from the BIPOC community or else if they're not, that's just fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just kind of hard because then it's like, well, like we are in the majority, but it's still feeling like you're objectifying me like, oh, you know, they're white, but like they're fucking funny. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. normally do this. <clears throat> yeah, you can make fun of me for being white. Like I will take that every second of every day like that is fine by me but like the object like the uh idea of like they them because I don't you use she her pronouns yeah like I wouldn't comment on your content and be like that's my favorite she her yeah you know yeah. like you would it's the like, alternative right. would be like that's my favorite girl or that's my favorite creator so just be like that's my favorite person that's my yeah. favorite creator Those that's are my all favorite creator people. that's my favorite yeah. queer yeah but I think that people even take issue with queer which is something I did a deep dive onto I did like a poll on Instagram because it still is a slur for people I like using queer I think it's I a positive too. term a lot of some people uh, I, I did a poll and it, I got a lot of responses from it and a, the overwhelming majority said that they don't see it as a slur but then there's some folks who did and I don't want to invalidate those experiences oh, yeah, but yeah. I think queer is I think queer is positive but yeah and then too. so my point c i think i'm on c or d being i'm pretty sure that saying things like king queen cis girl like g-u-r-l is a-a-v-e which we shouldn't be using anyway so i think those are i think that's enough reasons for Mm -hmm. us to just like stop calling people royalty also i'm like i'm not worthy 
of being called royalty. I'm literally a broke 24 year old person that's like, but kind you of mentally think that okay you're sometimes. not deserving of it though. <laughs> that's that's you think you're not deserving of it, but they but think that you are. Yeah, which is mind boggling. It's weird. I don't even, I don't think anybody, even if you have like 5 million followers, I don't think that you should be getting called like king or queen. I don't know. That just goes into the whole, is the monarchy bullshit in general, you know, which I think it is. You're just like, yeah. oh, this is the family. That's royalty. That's it. Yeah. I don't know how it worked back in the British days. They were just like, this is the one for all of eternity. I don't know. For all, for forever. Fuck everyone else. This is the... They've got to be pretty miserable. I have to imagine they're pretty miserable. I would hate, I would hate being a part of that family. I mean, you think of all of the cheating and all the scandals and you couldn't get divorced and marrying people outside of royalty and then having like, even back then you're like, I can't have, I only have to marry my cousin. I don't get anyone else. I got, I got, I got fucking five people to work for. One has a kidney disease. One can't get out of bed because it has asthma because they're all fucking incest or inbreds. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's nuts. It's nuts. I think that Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle are doing it right. They're like, yeah, we're going to peace out of here. Because he has no responsibilities unless his brother dies, right? Yeah. And even if he does, it's got to wait till his grandma dies, then his dad, then his brother, and then him. So like, unless a plane crash takes them all out, and I would just feel real bad for the whole family, Harry in general, because he's not, he doesn't want to fucking run that thing. Yeah, he wasn't no. he wasn't bred for it. No. He was bred to be the fuck boy. I love that for him. Yeah. And Megan sure is shit. I mean, I don't think the family likes her, which really sucks. Cause like she's apparently dope. no one likes Americans, but like like she's literally I don't know if she's is she the only person of color in that whole family? Because like we need to keep her around. <laughs> there needs to be more diversity, which is I mean, just diversity of genes, you know, we need to really <laughs> fish out all the incest, but <laughs> Do they, we need to take there, care of that. Is there a lot of incest in the in the royal family? Is that like a real thing? That's literally a real thing. Like, and I think it was just oh. always a thing, not just with royalty, but high status people thought that their blood was pure, and pure. so murking yeah. it, kind of like Harry Potter with like muggles and stuff. Yeah, they well, thought they would murk it. Yeah, that, and also, um, why can't I even think of the name Game of Thrones? Okay, like like yeah. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I do not. Oh, okay. Well, the Lannisters like there's incest in that family and it's basically just like keeping the bloodline pure yeah that's like a legit thing that's why like all of the egyptians like king tut and all of them were like deformed like king tut i think lasted till like maybe 18 or something but he was Mm. like so severely deformed because they didn't realize that you had to diversify the gene pool to like extend your life and stuff like that and they all just like fuck their cousins and stuff and like high status people would do it because like then you know who where who you're getting and whatever um, yeah. I don't know when they stopped it. I don't know when they stopped fucking their cousins, but you know. Hopefully, it's, hopefully they did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's some more. I think there's some better bloodlines in the last maybe like fifty to hundred years, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just psyched. I just want more Americans in the royal in the royal family. They're just <laughs> really yeah. spice it up. But um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, that's so. That's my take on the like whole king queen what can I call you thing that's what presses me about it I get that I get it and it's like it's just like putting people as like a status above you putting people on a pedestal 
which yeah. is never good, which is just like a whole, just like our whole life is revolved around caste systems, even though we're not in feudalist society anymore. Like there's still like mm-hmm. wealthy people, there's elite people. It's never just like even playing field in general and anything, you know, mm-hmm. there's always competition of appearance and being prettier or smarter, or more athletic or more artistic yeah. or wealthier funnier you know like there's I feel like there's always going to be that competition and since we're a society that thrives on competition instead of collaboration like yeah absolutely that's why when people like say stuff like I love you I'm in love with you or like I don't know whatever they say to me I every single time like no no you don't you don't know me you could meet me at a party or on the street and I could be the worst person you've ever met like you only like you see what I curate and I'm not the worst person I'm a good person but like I curate my content. I don't like filter myself and talk about what I want to talk about, but it's very specific. Um, and so when people are like, oh, like, I love you. I'd love to like date you. I'm like, probably, you probably wouldn't. You probably would not want that. <laughs> uh, and I let them know straight up because I would never want to like participate in a parasocial relationship. When I see creators, yeah. like people comment on their videos saying like, I love you. And they say, love you back. I'm like, oh, don't yeah, say do that. that to them. Don't say that to them. It's it's fucked up and some creators wind up grooming and that's how it's just it's toxic I don't think people should say that back to them I worked at a preschool and so a lot of the kids this was back in college and you know the kids you know would be like oh my god I love you so much like I missed you like because I saw them more than you know they saw their parents a lot of the time Mm -hmm. because it was 12 hour days and it caught me off guard I'm like you don't know me little girl and I don't know you and saying I love you to someone that's in preschool, like that you're teaching, it's like weird. It's very weird. Yeah. And I was like, I'm very fond of you. <laughs> that's all I would yeah. say. They'd be like, I love you, Miss Bree. And I'm like, I'm fond of you, Rachel. I really am. <laughs> now go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would just say, you could hit them with like, like you're kind, you're smart, you're important. Like yes. make sure they, you know, if they're not getting it at home. But yeah, I agree. Validating the whole- them in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. rough. And I've seen that too, like where people will be like in doing that and I just don't like it. And then sometimes it kind of slips out where like, love you guys, blah, 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 that kind of thing sometimes. And I'm really weird about the word love. Like I don't mm. say it freely. It takes me a long time to say it to partners. I've only said it to one partner. Wow. One partner. I say it on the second so. week. <laughs> That's gay. <laughs> I'm so gay. I'm what I think is funny is that like, and whenever I talk about, I never want this to seem like I, I'm only saying this because I have the evidence in front of me that like, I get simped over like in my comments and stuff. I like hate the way that sounds, but I always like to like play a joke on, on like the people who follow me and like do say stuff like date me, whatever. I'm always just like, I am a simp. Like, I know that like I'm mask presenting yeah. and like all of this stuff, but like I'm a simp. I U-Haul. Mm-hmm. I say I love you within the first month. Obviously not for everybody, but I, but my first girlfriend and like last girlfriend, I've only dated one other uh, per- non-man. Um, I think I said I love you after like a month and a half. And then this, the person I'm dating now said that I love you within like, within like the first two weeks of knowing each other. Um. I'm having a panic. <laughs> Oh my god! But like we mean it, like it, and we said it like at the same time. It was like very much like a yeah. We just like looked into each other's eyes and like I knew they were gonna say it, and so they were like, "I have to tell you something." And I and I said, "I know what you're gonna say." And they were like, "What?" I was like, "You love me." And they were like, 
Yeah. Aww. I was like, I love you too. That's, see, <laughs> that's like, good though. And I feel like it can happen quickly. I'm just someone that like, it just doesn't. <laughs> like I, it, I get it takes it. me a little bit of a warm up because I have a more of an avoidant attachment. And so it takes me a little bit. It takes me at least three months to, to know but that hey, I'm no in love judgment. with someone. I think that's more normal than what I just said. So no judgment. Yeah. Which it's fine. I think some people move faster. And for me, it's just like love's like a weird word and like it takes me a while to say it. And when I say it, I fucking mean it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like absolutely. I, like if 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 I love you, I love you like I love my like friends I've known for 15 years and like my family that's known me forever. Like you're in the inner circle. You've made it. You've made it to the inner circle. Yeah. Now look at all of my trauma now that I told you I love you. <laughs> Here it is. I was gonna I was gonna say now fight. <laughs> <laughs> now like, fight me <laughs> oh my god that was like one of the things that I thought and I don't think it's always a thing but like because you had talked about how you had an, an abusive relationship with um, a man that you had dated and the last episode that I talked about and I there's still so much I mean I could have had a three-part series on that fucking mm-hmm. episode like there was just so like after I was like I could have said this better I could have said so many things better but one of the things was like, this person was like, I usually, I usually can tell that I am in love with someone like after a couple days. And I was like, mm. you're like, no, ah, okay. don't put that energy on me. Yeah, it was. And clearly it, was, it wasn't uh, to me. I mean, clearly she yeah. didn't tell me. I mean, she didn't love bomb me and said, I love you after day two. Cause I made it very, I, I made it very clear not clear but like in a previous conversation that it takes me a little bit so like if I hadn't said that she probably would have maybe yeah or or not but yeah that stuff I was like like slowly back away yeah I was um it was an emotionally like when it was an emotionally abusive I was just gaslit the entire relationship um it was a three-year relationship all three years except like all years except for one of college um but I was just gaslit and like lied to the entire fucking time which is so annoying but I it's funny that we're like talking about saying I love you I like made a TikTok once and I was like funny things and I think I'm gonna do another one because people seem to like it but I was like funny things I put up with and I specifically said funny things I put up with when I was heterosexual and then everyone's like this is so traumatic are you okay and I'm like these are the funny things. Like, I'm not talking about the traumatic things. If I was talking about the traumatic things, like, I would have to put a trigger warning. But when I first said I love you to my ex, I said, um, I said I love you. And then he said it back right away. Like, we were, like, it was after the bars. We were, um, like, in college together. We were drunk. And he said it back right away. And then the next morning, he goes to me. He's like, we're in my dorm. And he was like, by the way, like, what I said last night, don't expect to hear that a lot. I won't be saying that a lot. <laughs> I was just, I was standing there like, wow. <laughs> like, okay. Were you like stunned? Like, were you just like. Yeah. I was just like, the rest, you know, I was like, obviously romanticizing it in my head. I was, <clears throat> we started dating, dating when I was like nine, 19 and like freshly 19. And so I was yeah. just like, okay, like whatever. Um, but then he said it all the, all the time. He said it five times a day. So he didn't even like stick with his word, but it was just funny that. And a lot of, I think that a lot of stuff with him and a lot of other men who gaslight women, like, and I'm not making excuses for them whatsoever, but like so many of the problems would be solved if they just went to therapy. If like men were, if men were encouraged to talk about their emotions and go to therapy, like he wouldn't have treated me the way that he did, but Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Do you think he was a narcissist or do you think he was just really emotionally manipulative? 
I don't think I know enough about the qualifications to be a legitimate narcissist enough to diagnose, but like, yeah. well, neither am I just maybe like learn narcissistic capabilities or yeah. narcissistic tendencies. He um, was very into status, like popularity. He loved like designer things. And I was like, I don't care. I shop at Target. And he was like rocking fucking like Louis Vuitton stuff. Um, yeah, that's that ticks a box for sure. Yeah, and would just like you know, you would cheat and then lie with lie about it, get away with it. I think he like got off on the fact that he would get away with it. Um, you know, things like that. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. <laughs> it's not looking good for him right now. <laughs> no, it's not. And it sucks because like we did obviously share. Like I did love him. I like I did love him. Um, we had great moments, but it was looking back on it, I'm like, why the fuck did you put up with that for so long? Yeah. I was a kid. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I get it. It was that. like three years ago. It's like, <laughs> like one of those things kid, that you don't realize. It like for me, I didn't realize how bad it was until I got out of it, and it was like it's yeah. not until like probably a month later, and then I was like, one thing hit the fan, and I was like, oh my god, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even like a bad breakup or anything like that. Like it was just like, oh, we're not compatible. Sad, you know, got get over it. And then I saw one thing and it knocked, it knocked the domino and I just exploded. And I almost thought, am I this person, like this obsessive, crazy person? And I'm like, if I was this obsessive, crazy person, then it would have happened at the breakup and I would have been obsessive and crazy, you know, because I was the one that was broken up with and got discarded. And so I'm like, I should have been crazy at the start. You know what I mean? I should have been crazy at the start, but I wasn't, it wasn't until I realized that the whole thing was a sham and that every little thing just started coming into my brain, like all of these you start things. Doing like the calculations. The calculations started going. There were just X's and O's yeah. and zeros and ones. And it was just in my brain. And I like flipped shit. Yeah. And then it took me um, an entire month and then some more. And then I had waves of realizing things. And it's just like a whole fucking thing. So yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> You're not. I ended my relationship and I felt nothing when it happened. And I did because I mourned the relationship for like the last year of it. We dated for three years, for almost three years. And I mourned it because I was like, everything he did was so upsetting to me. Like I would cry all the time. I would try to reason with myself for like why I'm staying with him. We were long distance for the last year because he had graduated and I was a senior and we lived six hours away. And like I broke up with, I, had no choice but to break up with him over the phone because the next time I would have seen him was my graduation weekend. And what did it for me was like knowing that if I let him be a part of my graduation weekend where like we have our pictures together, like if those are my going to be my memories, I'm not like, I'm going to be so miserable. He's going to ruin mm-hmm. it for me. And so I just like had to do it. And then as soon as I ended the relationship, like, of course it hurt. Like we spent a lot of time together, but as soon as I did it, I was like, I can finally be gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like went to Tinder and I was just like, yes, because I was like, I spent all four years of my life in college. Like not like I was like make out with my sorority sisters when we were drunk, but like, I wasn't like, sounds like a sorority thing. Yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't in one, but it sounds, sounds like it. We, it's pretty common, but I was just like, I get to be gay. Like I was so excited. And then it was like uphill. And then I came out, I only came out when I was 22 and I'm 24. So it's, it hasn't even been that long. Um, Me too. And then I, like, I came out. And then I came out. And it's been uphill from there. Now I'm That's a awesome. raging non-binary lesbian. 
<laughs> really took a 180 from that sorority. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love to see I that stuff, it, yeah. though. Like, the huge growth in, in dips and stuff. Like, coming from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I was not, like, a sorority girl. Like, nothing like that. Uh, our sorority was pretty much, like, we were just a bunch of stoners, kind of. And, cool. like, we liked to party. Like, it yeah. wasn't anything, like, Delta Kappa Kappa. <laughs> not, nothing on them. But Kappa just, Kappa New. I went to like a small state school where all we did was like drink and do drugs. So it wasn't like cool. we had sorority row anyway. Um, but I liked my, I genuinely liked the experience because I was like vice president and then I was president of all the sororities and like I got all this leadership experience. And so like, it was honestly, it was good. I didn't have to deal with all of like the toxic sorority stereotypical shit. Yeah. I almost thought about being in a sorority when I quit playing soccer because I played division one soccer for, and that was toxic for sure. Yeah. Like 100%. I was going to play soccer in school and I was like, nope. Yeah. It's uh, they don't tell you how uh, you're basically an indentured servant. So I was, um, <laughs> I was warned when I visited school because I was going to go to school for soccer and someone like grabbed me like when they were taking me out to the bars and they were like, don't do it. And I was like, okay, fine yeah I mean they don't tell you they make you feel like you're privileged right that you're privileged to be like that because it is a status symbol to be an athlete you know what I mean but it's just like you know you can't make any money and you're you're an indentured servant because you're an amateur athlete and so there's just a whole lot of things about the system but in general girls when you get women when you get to like a level of like being a division one athlete they're not nice because like you get to that level like you know, there's a lot of alphas and they're not <laughs> nice at all. Um, not that I feel like I was bullied or anything, but I just, there's a lot of bitchy girls, a lot of crazy, mm-hmm. a lot of craziness. There's like 30 people on the team and yeah, 11 spots, <laughs> Yeah, you know? No. And it was just, it's just really petty and crazy. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And it's such a small, like it's in a small town feel too. So I couldn't come out. I was like, fuck, no, I'm not coming out. Cause I feel like someone's going to be like, I don't want to see her in the locker room. And, and it's going to be a whole fucking uh, thing, you know, conservative head coach. Like, ugh, like that just made me churn my, my stomach churn. I was like, there's just no way I can do that. Yeah. I don't have the confidence. Now I would be like, you're a fucking piece of shit. If you, you can get out. Like I would have been an yeah. asshole now. Like knowing me now, I would have rose hell and started a fucking lawsuit and I would have done some crazy yeah. shit. But back then I would have been completely destroyed. Like, yeah, deep I would have like, if, if I wanted to fuck you, you I would have fucked you by now. Like, <laughs> but like, really, like, honestly. If I wanted to fuck you, you know it. <laughs> know it? Like, you would, you'd know it. So, yeah. Fucking get, like, get off your high horse. Oh, I hate that mentality. Yeah. That's what I was like deathly afraid of. Like when I had realized it, I was like, there's just no way. Like there no, there's no way that I will be able to do that. And then I quit and I ended up doing a bunch of other things and I didn't end up coming out. But like, I definitely couldn't have faced teammates and faced the drama that I hear so many people talk about. I'm like, I just don't want to be talked about. I don't yeah. want to have, I don't want to be taught, even if it's in a good way. If they're like, oh my God, I'm so glad she came out. That's so great for her. I don't, I just want to be under the radar. Don't yeah. fucking talk to me. I want to be the rug. I want to be the fly on the wall. I don't want it to be a topic of discussion. Yeah. And you can't you control have joined it. the rugby team. Honest to God, we didn't have one. 
But I, oh, no. my friend growing up is a lesbian. And so it was nice. She came out freshman year of college and she was on the rugby team. She dated the president of the rugby team. And she Ooh. would invite me to their parties. And of course, I'm the straight ally that's like, I could totally see it. You know, I could totally see myself. Like, I wouldn't say no. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just an open person. Like, I was always that open person that like, if something yeah. came along, I'm not going to say no. And I still am that person. But like, it was just funny when I look at myself back then getting so excited to go to these parties and hang out with these, this, this culture that I knew nothing of, but I was so mm-hmm. intrigued by it randomly. Like there's so many cultures that I'm not intrigued about and I'm not looking to like, let me go, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> into here. Yeah. But for some reason, I was like, I can't wait to get to know these women. Um, cause you're gay. Yeah. Cause I'm fucking gay. That's why. <laughs> I, I love so- it. I was so intrigued. I was always, I always so dress intrigued. a little edgier too. I'm like, I'm not going to be feminine. Like I would go to like, you know, the soccer boys parties. I'm going to be edgier. I'm going to wear my, my, uh, my hat backwards. I literally, this was I the funniest it. shit. I wouldn't dress what I thought was super gay. And this was one of the things that I would never do. Like when I was, I never wanted people to think I was gay at all. So I did like so mm-hmm. many things, but this was the one thing I was like, I can't wear my hat backwards. That's like the gayest thing ever. Like beanies depends on the brand, but this, this is very gay. I didn't start doing this until I came out. And then I was like, oh, I can do this now. Yeah. I love a backwards cap. I wore it to work yesterday. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, there were so many things that I avoided. My sister, who's only like one grade older than me, she's like 15 months older than me, um, came out as lesbian when she was a junior in high school and I was a sophomore, I believe. Um, and I was like, I'm an ally. Like, I got your back. Yeah, like, yeah. sister, like, no problem. Um, and I was just like, so strongly an ally. Not that I was like, not an ally before that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was just, and then I didn't have my first like real, oh my god, ex- I would visit my cousins in college in like Boston and Baltimore. And like, when I went to visit my, my cousin and I think I was like a junior or senior, and I visited her and she was however much older. And like her friends, like her college age friends would like make out with me, which I'm thinking back, I'm like, eh, not, not, oh, it was consensual, but I'm like, oh, the age difference is weird. But I'm like, why are women attracted to me before I know that I'm attracted to women? I don't know if like mm-hmm. anyone else had that experience, but I'm like, women are drawn to me. And I was like, very, like, I didn't look like this. <clears throat> I was like, feminine just looks like your run of the mill, like fit soccer playing long dirty blonde hair like there was I I was like I must have this energy like I must have this gay energy and I guess I do uh because I'm like anywhere I went like and my sorority sisters like they didn't all make out with each other they all made out with me (laughs) but like but like I wouldn't be the one you dirty dog like yeah sure like I'd be drunk and like we'd like be dancing but I'm like and I mean this genuinely like they would just like make out with me and it would never go further than anything like that but I believe I have the like I must have just the gay energy. The gay magnetism. It's a thing though. Like even if you were more feminine presenting, you know, with long hair and different things like that and had different mannerisms, I don't know. But like there is a gay vibe regardless. Like there is just gay energy. And like I didn't I realize it. it until I like tapped into it and I honed my own. And I don't know if it's mm. like subtle masculine hues or nuances and I don't know how to describe it it's just this essence and Mm -hmm. that's like the only thing I can like and not everyone never every gay person has like super gay vibes there's just like it's just so nuanced but like it's what you're attracted to you know what I mean 
and like even if I'm not attracted to someone I can tell like I feel like that person's probably gay or like yeah you know, oh that person came out okay that kind of makes sense like Kristen Stewart was like yeah she just had she was so feminine too but it's like she just had masculine she had some, I don't know if it's masculine it's hard to describe the language I don't want to like she was like mysterious she seemed like indifferent about men, men. like yeah. yeah she dated Robert Pattinson but it was like okay there were co-stars like is there really yeah. anything there um, but no, I get what you mean. Of course, feminine, uh, of course, masculine isn't in- inherently gay, nor is True. feminism or femininity not gay. Um, I, it's just like a It's vibe. hard to use restricting vocabulary. So I'm having a yeah. hard time captivating it, but it is just something that you're seeing that's not straight. It's just not yeah. straight. And even if, you know, it's just not straight. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. And now that I yeah. know it, I, and I remember like, just, and I had like, I don't know, like I had these weird things. Like I was like, I can't dress too tomboy when I'm going to like the baseball boys parties, you know what I mean? Because I won't be validated, you know, but I want to wear this, but I'm not going to be validated and I'm not going to look like some of the other, some of my other teammates or my other friends. And like, I still want to look hot. So like I would put on stuff that I, not that I was uncomfy wearing it, but I knew that I would be hot in it. And I was hot oh, in yeah. it, you know what I mean? But I felt more authentic wearing tomboy jeans and a fucking, performing. I was performing. I was performing. Yeah, so was I. I would wear For validation my, like, from would, people that I didn't care about. I would wear like a low cut, like boob to the chin. I have 3060s. Now I'm like, chop them off, please. Yeah. But like, I used to be like, please look at my boobs. This is, this is my value. Yeah. Like that's, and I genuinely felt that way. Like this, if I have that out, I went to school where it we had lake effect weather. It was so incredibly cold all the time. Like I would walk through a snow blizzard in open-toed shoes, a mini skirt, and like a low-cut shirt with my boobs hanging out with no coat, just yep. be, just so that like my boyfriend would think that I was yeah cute. Oh God! I remember doing that. You know, God like bless her. I just I remember doing that kind of shit, and it's I think it is a. I just thought of this and like realized this, but I think it is a blessing for queer people when they finally come out, they can not only unpack their own, you know, heteronormativity and their own, like just those kind of things, but like the gender norms and everything like that, like you can really see oppression with women so much more clearly because you are shedding these norms that you no longer affiliate with. You no longer are affiliated mm-hmm. with them. And I feel like it is harder for straight people to do that. They, they, I feel like, like there are experiences, but I feel like it is, we have such a different perspective as queer people, as queer women, you know, yeah. who are a double, double minority and some are triple, mi- you know, I don't want to get into the, all of that, but like so yeah. much more uh, awareness of those things that it's hard to be aware of otherwise. And I think Absolutely. it's a blessing. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. Because then I'm like, well, I'm used to the male. Ga- it's, it's kind of like you get all the gazes. Yeah. Also, um, which I was recently talking about so- to someone with. But yeah, I, I agree completely. It opens up your, your eyes. It's just because heteronormativity is literally the norm. Mm-hmm. So anything that deviates from that, you kind of get this like outside perspective. And I'm like, fuck all of that. Yeah. Like I just so think happier now. queer people are more free. I think that's why, and not that it, this is the main reason because there's always like heterosexuality or homosexuality is, you know, perverted and all of this stuff because of the Bible. Cause there were, 
men fucking men on the battlefield because their women weren't allowed and they were like fucking kids and stuff, which is fucked up. And apparently mm-hmm. people somehow associated with with all people, you know, and that's just a whole thing. Yeah. But like, I also think that people are just more free to express themselves. And so, oh, I came out as gay. Now I can, you know, come out as like someone who enjoys like the leather community and BDSM. Like it's so much easier to just be freer with it and more liberated with other things. So it's like, okay, I come out and that's my sexuality. And like, okay, well, here's my sexual preferences. Not that you have to like voice them, but like, you're just more free to like be who you are and not like hide in the shadows because you're not confined to these ideals. And if people don't like you, like fuck it anyways. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So. I was opened up. Yeah, I was opened up to a lot of stuff after I came out. It's a beautiful day. It really it's is. A- it's a beautiful day to be gay. <laughs> it is. It's a great day to be gay. It's a beautiful day out today. Where do you where are you based in Cincinnati? And it's been 50 degrees yesterday and today. So I'm going to go for a walk after this. But that's why I switched from a beanie to a snapback. I was like, it's, it's snapback weather. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, and, like, we have, like, 60-degree weather for the first time in a few weeks, oh. and it's so nice. It's so sunny. I think I'm going to, like, go hang out outside later today. You should. That's amazing. Yeah. I need to get some vitamin D. That's my, like, main goal now when I go on a walk. I'm like this, and I'm like, give me vitamin yeah. D so I don't get sad later on. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll still get sad, but not as sad. <laughs> <laughs> Nature sad lamp. Photosynthesis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's do a quick lightning round. Of fun questions. Are you uh, ready to answer some questions really fast, Emily? Yeah, I'm nervous, but yeah. Okay. Um, King Princess or Tegan and Sarah? Tegan and Sarah. Kaylani or Haley Kyoko? Kaylani. I love them both when they collabed, but Kaylani's music. I, I like, like Kaylani too. Haley Kyoko is kind of in the shadows now. I feel like she's kind of off the grid. I think she's going through something. Yeah, I feel like she is. Which yeah. That's okay. She'll probably get some good creativeness and artistic what she gets out of it, which is good. Yeah. Um, pain into pleasure. I thought one of your questions pain, was pain or pleasure. No, I was like, I was adding on like her pain can turn into like, like something creative, like pleasure. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got that. Not like pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> That's way too personal. I, I don't, I'm like, not ballsy enough to ask that. I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, keep going. Both? Um, <laughs> um are you the same words are you the a gay that squishes the bugs yeah well I I let it outside I don't kill bugs oh that's cute but I handle the bugs I handle the bugs you handle them um do you toilet paper do you roll it is it over or under for you I think it's ridiculous that people have a preference to be honest I I just I throw it on I don't think twice about it it doesn't affect me okay I don't bathroom habits we're just no. fucking doing it. <laughs> it's going to the same place. Honest to God, though. Yeah. Honest to God. That's hilarious. Um, cake or cookies? Cake. <laughs> oh, flannels or Hawaiian shirts? Oh, Hawaiian shirt. All right. I look good in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Here we go. Let's go. Favorite queer movie you've seen? Oh, shit. Um, I don't. There's so many of my favorite queer movies are not actually queer, and it's just queer in my head. I really liked the portrait of a lady on fire and like mm-hmm. below her mouth oh I'm like blanking on every queer movie I've ever seen that's okay but those two I like those two okay um and then last song that you've listened to on repeat oh um the violent by Carol's daughter 
Okay. I just like have it like on a loop. I love that song. I get obsessed with songs and I listen to them continuously until I can no longer listen to them. That's kind of what I do. Um, I just like will go through like the top 10 on my liked and just like read. So like that one um, I've been doing a ton of and then like the Lacey or sorry, Lucy. uh, God damn. What's the song? Night Shift. Okay. I've just been listening to that and I just listen to Phoebe Bridgers like on repeat but I feel like I just listen to songs that give me little doses of serotonin until it just plateaus yeah and then I get and then I'm in this weird limbo where like no music makes me feel anything and then I have to get a new supply of (laughs) of songs that make me feel something it's kind of fucked up but that's what I do with tv shows so I do I I have shows I used to be really bad into escapism with movies and TV, I was, I mean, I would sit and watch like four movies in a row and not get bored. And I think it's just cause I was like escaping into like lives that I wanted to live similarly to people who like read books and for that same reason, but yeah, like, that's a lot of effort <laughs> and yeah. you're depressed. This is not, this is not how it works. And I would like really be like, what am I feeling inside of me and what's going to help that? So like, I'll watch mm-hmm. a sad movie or I'll watch a drama or I'll watch a fucked up family movie and make me feel better. Or I watch, I'll watch, you know, like a adventure where someone goes on an adventure, yeah. you know, like there were so many things I used to do and I just don't watch, I don't have that relationship with TV as I once did, which is mm-hmm. nice. But I was just like, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I mean, escapism is just another distraction, just like anything. It's just like less harmful than some of the other ones, but still yeah. time consuming. For sure. Well, it's not funny, but <laughs> <laughs> um well emily thank you so much for being on that was super fun um if you guys enjoy this episode please give us a follow on spotify we also have episodes that you can watch on youtube um that is it for this episode my queers be you be queer stay safe we will see you on the next episode (laughs) 